Hi, I'm Dr. Lynn Wagner, and welcome to It Takes a Village. One of the biggest things I learned moving from a traditional medical practice to a more alternative medical practice is that it takes a tribe to keep us healthy. I have had so many individuals in the health and wellness industry influence both my personal health, the health of my patients and family, and my business. It Takes a Village is a podcast dedicated to these people. Join me as I interview alternative healers, business owners, and community members who make our world a happier, healthier, and more sustainable place to live. My name is, I go by Anna Cat uh, or Anna, but Anna Cat is the nickname, and I am commonly referred to as a Reiki master, but I just like to say energy worker. Love it. Okay, perfect. So... Um, welcome today. Thank, Thank you for you. coming. I always appreciate people taking their time because I know we're all really busy. Um, and I don't know how much you know about this little series I'm doing, but it's called um, It Takes a Village. And so I'm just recording and speaking with local healers of various types. Yeah. I, I did. I don't know I, if you know Heather. I do. From Sweet Willow. Yes, and from Sweet Willow. And then you had um, Eric, Eric Peters, yes, who's so. an amazing. He is. Um, and so that's kind of what we're doing. And I know, you know, I, I, as we were talking before we started recording, I obviously send a bunch of patients to you and have had amazing results. So yeah. um, I wanted to bring you forward and have, oh, have you talk I about yourself. This. this is so great. And I know you have a really good story too. I have a story. So yeah. I don't know where you want to start, but I guess first of all, just share what it is that you do now. So right now I run, I own a store called The Rocket Body Shop, and which has really transformed more so into an energy wellness space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I work with energy. So I, I literally say that I move energy in the body, in a space, anywhere that energy is, which is everywhere. Um, so it, it started really early, early on in my childhood, I would say. So when I was about four or five years old, my dad came down with an illness called Guillain-Barre syndrome. And if you're not familiar with that, it attacks your immune system. And within overnight, he went from being a, a normal, everyday, hardworking guy to just completely paralyzed in ICU and on a ventilator and that became my new home and as you kind of like think about people who are in ICU they don't often have the senses or the capability to even communicate what they need and that's where I think doctors and nurses and family members get need like so much credit for trying to kind of like dive into that sense and that energy and trying to figure out like what we do need wait and how he how long was he in the icu so he was in the icu for about nine months and then did he fully recover he did not so which is not was, always i mean no. a lot of times people fully recover from that totally and so that he was, was one of the outliers yeah, that was at a time still where it was not completely studied right i don't think and we were still like green bay was still pretty small mm-hmm. and that was still pretty new so you know, this went on for years and years and years. I mean, this is my entire life. Yeah. So just, just for background for you guys, um, Guillain-Barre basically affects your nervous system and you yeah. lose the, depending on the severity of it, yeah. um, you lose your ability to move. You can lose your ability to yeah. swallow, breathe. So sometimes Everything. your respiratory muscles are paralyzed. Yeah. Um, so basically it's like a paralysis 
with a fully functioning brain. Exactly. So the brain is like completely so, normal. Yep. Imagine just kind of laying there, unable to really do anything, but and understand it's fairly anything. Sudden onset. Yes. Yeah. It was literally overnight, night and day. Um, and that, that sparked it because I got to watch my mom. I got to watch nurses, you know, the, <laughs> the waiting room was literally my playroom where people were coming in with awful stories that, you know, they're getting the worst news of your life and yeah. you're just kind of taking that in as a kid and not really understanding, but totally understanding at the same time. And just like my dad in a sense of just like you could walk into the room and know that he was having a tougher day right but he could just from his energy that right so that was your first experience yes. of feeling and that's energy. when you start to kind of feel and watching my mom and like knowing exactly what he needed but like how do you know that right he can't tell you that no. but then you realize that with all these patients on that floor it's the same exact thing. Right. So uh, you become really hyper aware, which is a blessing and a curse. <laughs> I, I don't know if I shared this with you, that my dad had a Scheidrager syndrome and neurologic disease where he slowly lost function throughout his life. No. Starting in grade school and it, he passed when I was in early college. And just you talking about this right now, it's like an epiphany for me that right? the feeling of his energy Yes. and how sometimes I feel like... Um, it's a curse. <laughs> it totally Not with my dad, but when no, I like, I learned to like pick up on other people's energy and that yes, heaviness, and like then you, you can feel the whole like you can't take it away. No, right? Like it's your every. It's you walk into a room, you yes. you are by a person, like you you do. I think you know that term empath comes yes. up a lot, which for me, I'm like, yep, I probably had those qualities, but no, I was just hyper tuned, hyper aware. And I was in those situations for my whole life. And that is what makes me good. I think at what I do. But so how did that transition into it becoming your career? <laughs> so interestingly, Another story enough, there too. Yep. so he had a nurse and one of these nurses was really connected with our family and, and took on to my dad. But ironically, she studied orthobionomy and then she was also a Reiki master. And she was also a nun here in Green Bay. Oh my gosh, are you so kidding me? All of those things together, like they shouldn't be. Like all, you know, think about a Catholic nun and the Reiki oh and this, my the, gosh. the kind of stigma around Reiki, but she was my person. Like she would have me hop up on the bed with my dad and we'd be moving different body parts and doing different things. And she'd always say like, girl, you got something in your hands. Often oh. that stuck right? Like it, it just doesn't go away. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer that passions find you. Yes. So that, that is where it started Yeah. and it never left. And I, you know, I studied and I tried to get away from it because it was just not the norm. It was not something that you just go and do. So right. I did, I tried and I failed at pretty much everything else, corporate <laughs> in right. my life until I finally said, okay, this is it. And that was actually when my dad ended up passing away later on in my life. And that was when I was back here in Green Bay. Right. And it kind of happened out unexpectedly and brought up all of those feelings and all of those hidden Reiki days and hidden not talking about it. And this is what I do was just like, I have to do this. You were in California for a while, right? I was in California for a while, kind of all over. Okay. Madison, Milwaukee, Memphis, California. Okay. Yeah. And then you came back. And then I came back here. Yeah. Yeah. So um, did you just go cold turkey and you went like 
corporate, regular working world to I own a crystal store and <laughs> yes do Reiki. And no. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It, it was kind of cold turkey. I'm trying to remember because I, like, I was around here when it happened. Yeah, but I don't remember all were, the details. Yeah, it was it was kind of cold turkey. It, it, you know, in a sense, but also not because it was always there. It was just always underlying. It just wasn't talked about. But then. I actually had my own little experience with the surgery and it, it just like all kind of came together and everything in my mind and I was starting it and I tried to slow down and, and do some other work and it just like why not I rode by this building down here mm-hmm. and I fell in love with it mm-hmm. and I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do I don't know how it's gonna work but I'm gonna do it and and how did you start to get clients that at was, first. It was a lot of word of mouth. Because you were mostly retail at first it with was, a couple clients, yes. right? And I had, I had been seeing and, and working in different places before that, too. But it was very, like, sporadic. Okay. And it was very just kind of hush-hush in a way. Yeah. Um, until I fully stepped into the shop. And that just gave me my own platform. Mm-hmm. And it gave me my own confidence back to mm-hmm. be like, yes, you can do this. And it's needed. And you're good. <laughs> and are you, uh, so I know there's several levels of Reiki training, correct? There are. Yeah. There's several levels of Reiki training. And then I feel like, like sometimes I don't even go by the word Reiki because it's evolved into so much more than that. Mm-hmm. And just, I want people in a safe space as well. Like Reiki sometimes is not always received well mm-hmm. like just religion and and different things and I'm for sure I'm Especially totally in this community. yeah I'm, I'm totally on board with that but there's there's such a like beyond aspect with energy and I always say like energy is like our power source right like think about it in terms of electricity and our bodies with electricity like it's turning on a light switch if you're on you're on mm-hmm. if you're off you're off and you need you need something and you need to move some energy and when it's starting to dim or the lights are flickering that's like your warning sign Mm -hmm. right so I try to kind of just put it into simple terms and on that whole aspect of the the physical body and and the mental and bring it together in a way that people can understand but not have that fear attached to that Reiki word I think that's really important and powerful because People think it's like this psychic, spiritual yeah. thing, yeah. And it's and it, it's really energy. It is, and you can you can make energy whatever you want right. to. You can you say can. it's coming from source or it's coming from totally. the divine. Yes, um, but but at our atomic level, we're energy, we are. and we feel bad when it's not moving. Right. <laughs> Period. Yes. Like exactly. It's like the root of physical disease. Yes. Exactly. I mean, and I, you know, yeah. like, and that's why I resonated so much with you and your background and, you know, being in the ER and the MD and, and integrating that together is just a, when we can all work together, we yes. can bring that together and simplify it in a way and just take that kind of scariness out of it. Oh, it it's so transformational. So what is a session with you like? A session with me kind of varies on the person. So another thing that I like to say is energy meets you where you're at. Mm-hmm. And everyone is on such a different level. But say, you know, we have someone experiencing some heavy trauma in their life. We are just going to kind of dive into a session where we are looking at some of the patterns that are coming in and I'm able to kind of feel and sense like within their body what is really 
moving in a sense and what is not moving in a sense. And do you feel it in your hand or do you feel you it? I do. Okay. Yep. And you think about the hands and you think about kind of almost like that electrical component in a sense, you have a little, a little spark that happens with the body, mm-hmm. but you know, that's taken years to be able to, to sense that and to know that. And you allow that person just to kind of be and allow yourself to to really listen to the body is what it is. Mm-hmm. You're taking out their senses, you're taking out your own senses, and you are just like tuning in to literally that energy, which is it's a feel. And we think about our hands and what do we do when we have a headache? We take our hands, we go to our head, or if someone's not feeling good, we we take our hands and we kind of either like give them a hug or we give them a pat on the back mm-hmm. or you know, someone has an injury on the, the sports field, like what do they do? A lot of times, like they'll take their hand and they'll cover the injury. Like there's something to that that, that makes you sense. just can't yeah. deny. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it varies from person to person, whether it's talking or whether it's physically kind of working on the body. It, it's just going to matter about like where they're at and what I'm going to do. And it's, they're not necessarily telling you a lot, right? You're, no. you're sensing it. So yeah. that someone and doesn't I, have to go to you and like spill no, the whole Not at all. Beans. And I actually prefer that they don't. I've, I've found that with, you know, various energy healers I've gone to, like they're always just, uh-uh, I don't, don't want to hear, yeah, I don't <laughs> want to hear it. Like, right. I just want to see, like, let's see what your body is saying. Like, let your body talk. And I used to be like, but I want to tell you this. Yep. This is what you help with. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no. Nope. uh, (laughs) I'd rather not. And that's kind of part of that too. Like that psychic thing of, of where that comes up with Reiki and people kind of get this like feel of like, Oh, I'm going to get, you know, see a psychic and just like, no, let's just take that out. Mm -hmm. You know, take that out. Let's just see what your body is kind of saying. And then we'll talk. Right. You're not predicting their future. You're not shaping their future. You're not. This is just right now. Right. Not telling you anything you don't already know. Do you have, are patients or clients more common coming to you like for a couple of times and then they're done or are most of them, I, I kind of know the answer, but I just yeah. want people to hear this. It, are they chronic? Were they staying with you long-term? It varies. Um, I don't want a person to stay with me completely long-term. Right. I do want like a maintenance type that's, that's happening. Yeah. But also I think that we go through things in our life that are just continual. Like it never ends, right? right? That journey Mm -hmm. never ends and that healing never really ends. But like if someone is going through more of a traumatic event, you know, I'm going to see them a little bit more often and then hopefully taper off. Same with like an injury. If we're working on just a specific injury, yes, we're going to have quite a few more sessions in the beginning and then we're going to taper that off. And then I might not hear from you. you or know? I would think if you have someone who's older, who's been through a lot and has yes. had it stuffed for a long time yeah. and is super stuck and blocked, yes. that's, is that yeah. harder? I don't know if it's necessarily harder, but I feel like they're going to probably experience that emotional side of just letting that release. Sure. Probably a little bit more so. Yeah, I feel like the kids and the younger people are so oh, much more malleable. Yeah. They're... The, Yes. Like I love sending kids to you. I'm like she's <laughs> so <fun>. perfect. Like <laughs> yes, go. <laughs> it's so fun because they just you know they all those questions and all those things and years of just like questioning things. It, it they don't have and that. conditioning. Yeah, and, yeah. Yes. So tell me a little bit about you mentioned this right before we started recording that you're you started to do th- um, more work on athletes and injuries, which I had no idea. And I think that's super fascinating. So how did yeah. it start? First of all, so it, it started, I had just one client that was referred to me Okay. and I just said, Hey, can we just kind of work on just the injury today? 
uh, instead of kind of going into that Reiki aspect of things where you are just really diving into that emotional side and they were all for it. And I think that really resonates with me because of my dad. Right. And that never went away because it was so physical with my dad. Mm -hmm. And I loved that feeling. I loved that kind of knowing of, holy man, we can kind of take something that's that's injured and and do something and transform with that. But it's cool because a lot of the injuries that come in is you're working with MDs, you're working with your physical therapist, you're working with your trainer, chiropractor, mm-hmm. you know, it, it all kind of combines and it's not just a one person thing that's that's helping you on your on your way to recovery. Have um, other providers been receptive of what you're doing or are you kind of still like behind the scenes, they don't know a whole lot about it thing? Yes, yes and no. Like, you, like do you have you any have, surgeons who are like, oh yeah. <laughs> I do. There's a couple that have, you know, come in and it, it's all started with, they usually come in for a Reiki session themselves. And like, I'm really surprised and I'm super the excited. Yes, I am super excited to be working in that world mm-hmm. um, because I, again, that, that was the world I was in. You know, and like I said, going back to you, like it just makes me excited that there are, there's hope. Yes. And I, I don't have like the complete negativity between Western and Eastern. Like right. I do think that things are changing. Yes. It, it's not there yet. No. <laughs> but right, like there's conversations and it's just, there's little, little pokes that are just happening that well, I think are really cool. I just don't think they can deny it when, when there's a patient they have who they've tried everything no. and then they, the patient leaves Western medicine for a while and does these alternative yes. things and comes back and is healed or yes. better. Yes. I just don't think you can deny it no. anymore. And I, you know, that's every day. You can't make this stuff no. up. You no. just, you just can't. So it's a it's a fun world to kind of start to dive into and go a little bit deeper, especially right now. So would you say that really anyone would benefit from getting some type of energy work done on themselves? Absolutely. I would totally agree. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, like I said before, energy has a way of meeting you where you're at. And, you know, I have people that just need an escape from the nine to five yes. that are just in the business world. Yes. And, you know, you're connected to your phone all day long yes. and you're not going to go sit in a 45 minute meditation and just let your brain go. Like, it's just not going to happen. No. And that's okay. So sometimes a session like this is just a way to let go and escape and learn a little bit more about mm-hmm. yourself in the meantime. And, you know, it's so individualized. That's the beauty of it. It's actually cool that you say that because I'm someone who I don't really meditate well. Yeah. Like I might pray for a few minutes in the morning when I first wake up oh. when my brain is just coming up <laughs> yes. and before it starts pinging all over the place. <laughs> yes. um, but I just, I'm not a, I'm not a consistent meditator, no. but I find it in other things. So, um, I don't do enough energy heal. I don't get enough energy work done yeah. on myself. I would yeah. like to at some point in time yes. more, but even like just going for a run or, you know, there's certain ways I think yeah, you can do it. And I think you're going to someone works. like you. Oh my gosh. Right? Like I, I tell people if I could do it every, every day, I think I'd be really happy. <laughs> yes, it would be. Yes. It'd it would be really, be really good. Yeah. But do you also think that, um, someone who does it like for a while can get patterns set where they get better at t- dropping into that 
more yes. contemplative meditative state Absolutely. or that high energy vibe yes. state yes where they don't necessarily need to go to someone like you exactly every week yep. to get there and that's the hope right, right? like I, I never want to be that person that's like oh you have to come and see no, me every no. month right. right and I I feel like you get to a point where you learn your body in energy work uh-huh. and you start to pick up on those subtle cues even more so than what I would mm-hmm. and you just know like I have people that are like oh my gosh I just knew it was time I just knew it was time yeah. I don't know what it was but I needed a session and I maybe not have seen them for six months maybe it was a year right but you know like we said before like it's never ending that right journey is never ending we're always going through stuff so you just let yourself kind of come in when you need right and I think that's there's there's a little conflict there with people who have businesses because um on one hand you're like, I need to see clients or patients to right. pay my rent and yes. pay my bills and pay yes. my staff. Um, but on the other hand, if you're making people come in to be healed just because you need them to come in, it's just it just not doesn't work. Be, no. no. So, and I always tell people, I'm like, there's more than enough patients and clients out there. Like oh it's gosh. never ending. So, so in terms of, that's what I love about, you know, like you and people who do it the way that you do it is that people are going to come to you when they need to come to you. Yeah. And if they're not coming to you, it's okay. Yeah. And they're, you know, I'm not for everyone. No, no. You know, you, it, it's really cool just are. to kind of like take a walk up and down our street alone. Right. It's crazy. It is cr- <laughs> and it's crazy when you think about it. Like just art, the chiropractors and the yes. Reiki and the energy work and massage. Like it's just, and we're all. We're like, all busy. I, right. I know. So right. like there's something, you know, it, it's okay. Right. There's something to that. Yeah. So. No, I think um, the DePere community is, it's pretty cool. It is. It's really cool. It's, it's fascinating. Like just in a sense, I, I say just walk down. Walk down George Street and uh, you'll find your person for sure. So where, I know you can't say like nowhere that your next going is, but do you have anything that's up and coming or any goals? Are you kind of like in... And just like I'm on the tracks right now and going forward. Yeah, I, I do have, I have the goals of just wanting to kind of expand into that injury realm. Which is, but, I had no idea. That's yes, so cool. And, and there is, there's and something young there. athletes or adult athletes. Yeah. All young, the I mean, it, yeah, it okay. doesn't matter. It, I had someone that was at Western Racket and <laughs> pulled a muscle mm-hmm. the other day and came in and we just did a couple weeks and. You know, it was just a totally different experience and you have to experience it to kind of really understand what is happening in that, but there's something to it. That's fascinating. Yeah. Um, how would someone find you? So you can find me right now. The website is a little under maintenance, but you can still go on there and just send me a message and just say, Hey, you know, through I, the contact. Yep, okay. through the contact on there and just say, Hey, I'm interested in talking to you more because there is, you know, different modalities and I will reach back out to you. Um, otherwise, so that's even how they would book an appointment with you? So, yeah, I'll reach back out to them, and then I'll give them my personal info, okay. and we can kind of connect and get a little bit deeper understanding of what they need. Um, and then also, like, Instagram is a very good way oh, just good. to kind of just message be you in touch, and you can send me a message right on there. Our Facebook is up, but it's a little wonky with Facebook world right mm-hmm. now. So Instagram and the website okay. are <laughs> or, or just to go. go to your actual store, yeah. which yes. I know the so hours are in. The, it's kind of, I mean, 
So. It's not open every day, so you can't guarantee that you're going to drive to East Pier and yeah. find you sitting there waiting. No, but I won't be waiting. But it's definitely worth a visit. There. It's a beautiful store. Yes, thank I have you. many, many crystals from there <laughs> all over my house, and we have a couple around here too, actually. Yes, it's a it's a good place to be. It's awesome. It's really nice. Okay, well, thank you so much for taking oh, the time to come. You. It was this good to see great. you again. Good it's been a while. Um, and I will have to make a session for myself. Please do. <laughs> It'll be a good one. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Excellent.